Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to another Pit Panther Rants and Other Sports Rants podcast. Watt Harris, your host, brought to you by The Sports Drink. Happy Thursday to you guys as the NCAA tournament is underway. Uh, this weekend is the Speed 16 and um, Final Four games. Uh, no, it's Speed 16 Elite Eight games. This is the weekend what determines the Final Four. Is I'm not sure where I was. I was pretty much way ahead of myself on that. Um, I know the Final Four is going to be here in Houston. I'm probably not going to be able to make it to that Final Four, but I am looking to possibly see if I can uh, go to the championship game. I'm thinking. I know. That, I know. I know that the, the tip offs to be determined, but it depends what tip off is. Because I like to go check out a game if I can, the game, the championship game if I can. I just think that'd be cool. I haven't, I haven't really looked at my tournament challenge because it's pretty much a moot point. Because well, it's you know, it's just you know, I had Kansas winning it all, and why you know when I was looking at the betting lines for the uh, round of thirty-two. I saw like the bay lines for Kansas weren't that great. But then I forgot when I was picking these tournament and these games that Bill Self wasn't there. And they obviously missed Bill Self. So, you know, eh, whatever. So let's see here. Let's look at the brackets. Well, before we get into that, I need to get into some other stuff because a lot's happened. Well, not really. Uh, you know, the, the rodeo was here in Houston, and I was tempted to go try all the foods, but I don't know. Almost every almost every entree was like twenty bucks. I mean, Bun B has his has his uh, burgers called Trill Burgers, and even they like I think a burger and fries was twenty five dollars, and you know, and of course you have all the deep fried stuff, and of course all the stuff that's encrusted with hot Cheetos, and you know, hot Cheetos is. is they're they're not bad, but uh, you know, some of the stuff I was looking at, I was like, you know, I could probably just make this at home. It's not that much of a doesn't seem that too complicated. I mean, I always like I always like a deep fried Oreo or Snickers or cheesecake. Those are good. I mean, but a lot of the other entrees, I'm like, I mean, they had a turkey leg for twenty five bucks, and it's just a smoked turkey leg. That's it. Twenty five dollars. So I just didn't really see. I think the I think one well, last time I was there, there was a Polish stand, and I got like a big slab of bacon for like I think it was like ten or fifteen dollars. It was a really big, thick piece of bacon, and of course I had chocolate covered bacon, which you know it's just bacon dipped in chocolate. Yeah, you know, it wasn't it wasn't anything complex about it. 
You know, I think I also, I also had a deep fried cheesecake, I remember. And it really, it's, it's just a frozen cheesecake and they just, they just deep, they batter and deep fry. And it really, you know, it's just, I mean, the radio is basically an excuse to go eat. But um, I went because a person told me she had free, she got free tickets to the new kids on the block. Because they were playing at the rodeo. And of course, I was invited to go. And my therapist told me I need to go out, get out more and do stuff and not be a hermit, which, you know, which she's probably right. Let's be honest. I could probably do that. I just didn't want to sit in that traffic. I mean, the show started at 7.20 and... I got there and it was, it was the, the show wasn't even, pl- they weren't even playing anything yet. It was all, um, for the next two hours, I sat and watched freaking guys ride bulls, ride horses, catch cows, little kids chasing little baby calves around. It was, you know, people riding horses, you know, doing all these, you know, turns and whatnot, races, you know, horse ragging, horse ragging race, races and, all kind of shit. And yeah, I sat there for two hours doing this. I'm like, I was like, I really, I, I really just want to go to the carnival and just go eat a bunch of, you know, overpriced shit. But I sat with her, you know, and her, you know, her, her friends and watched this stuff. But she did pay for my food because I went and got a sandwich up at the uh, stand, and there was a uh, you know there was there was a well known barbecue joint that was selling their food, and I got their brisket sandwich, and I was pretty disappointed by it. I think a brisket sandwich on Coke was like twenty five bucks. I have to look at let me, let me look at that. Um, do I have that receipt? Let me take a look here. Um, take a look. Let me pause this. Okay, the sandwich was 16, but the Coke, it was like a 16-ounce Coke bottle. Or maybe it was a 20-ounce Coke. $5.75. So, yeah, well, I didn't spend it. Actually, she bought it, but the sandwich itself was all right. I mean, the brisket was good. One thing that kind of irks me about these type of sandwiches is that it was on some sort of artisan, artisan roll. And it had these artisan pickles on it, and these little fancy onions, and it was kind of disappointing, because to me a good barbecue sandwich, a good like like a good you know, like a chopped brisk, chopped beef or a brisket sandwich or you know, it should come on like a it should come on like a regular burger bun, you know, that you buy at the store. And it should have those dill pickle spears, you know, that you that you normally put, you know, that you buy at the grocery store and the onions, you know, white onions chopped up. And the sauce. And there wasn't much sauce on this either. And it just, it, the whole sandwich itself was just, I don't know, it was just really, really disappointing. I mean, it filled me up. But overall, it was like this, you know, I guess if you're spending 20, 20-something dollars on a sandwich and a drink... You might as well get on some fancy bread and whatnot. Which is also another thing that irks me down, living down here. is like, the pizza scene isn't great. And 
all the great pizzas I see are all these overpriced artisan-looking pizzas. And it's like I tried some of them, and they always f- fall short of my expectations. They just... It looks good, but when you... But the crust ends up being really soft and really chewy, and it's like there's no crisp or no nothing. I mean, it's uh, maybe the water is just different down here. It could be as well. I don't know. But getting to the concert, the concert started, and I will say it was pretty loud. And that episode of South Park where the boys form a boy band called Fingerbang. It was pretty much what I, it was pretty much very accurate in describing a you know a, a boy band concert. There were women ordered my either my age and cause I'm 43, so there were women either that were either my age or older, screaming like they were teeny boppers again at these guys. I mean the new kids these guys are in their 50s now, but I mean they're in great shape and they still can dance and sing. I, I, but I will say they started out. They start out with all their like up tempo, loud, fast, you know, whatever dance music tr- tracks. And then later they slowed down because you could tell they were getting tired, and they start having you know, the crowd sing because they were playing. They were playing random songs like they were playing like some Bon Jovi, some Belle Biv DeVoe, and. All kind of other stuff, and they were just you know having having a crowd sing along, and and then like yeah, you know, once pretty much all their hits were performed, that's when a lot of people started leaving. I think after uh, after Jordan and I performed "I'll Be Loving You," uh, I think that's when a lot once that's when a lot of them left. Because I mean, I think the only the only tracks that were left after that were I think was probably. Maybe step by step, and of course they closed. They closed out with "Hanging Tough." I mean, they start out with like a Donnie Wahlberg singing "Cover Girl," and it was like I mean, the the, the track was like almost like a rock track, and he had his cowboy hat on, and they were going to each part of the stage, you know, because you know, it, it, they were in the middle of the thing of the stadium, and they were just going around, and. Now the the biggest rip off I think were the field level seats because they were still these people were still were still so far away from the stage. Although the new kids did come out to that area and they were taking pictures and whatnot, and but it was funny when Donnie was Wahlberg was performing Cover Girl, he lifts up his shirt to show his you know his bare chest and the girls are just screaming. He starts gyrating his hips and all this other stuff, and they were screaming even louder. I mean. I will say, I'll, I'll hint it. I'll, I mean, I thought this was going to be a big joke, but they put on a pretty rocking concert for you know, you know, it's you know, it's it's basically people drinking and having a good time and da- singing, dancing. I mean, it was. I was impressed. I mean, I I'll admit, I'm not. I wasn't a new kids fan growing up. I, I absolutely hated them, but I can see why girls love these guys. But overall, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a bad time. You know, I got to say I did something. But anyways. That was that. And I went home and... 
you know, my kids had spring break the next, the other, I think the next week, and, you know, I spent my time working because most of my coworkers, they were, they were out of the office, and so I didn't get much, 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 much happy time, but whatever. Anyways. Yeah, March Madness started, you know, Pitt concluded their, you know, the ACC tournament didn't end well for Pitt, and, you know, they got selected in, in, in the, in the tournament, and I, they got, they, they were given a play-in for 11 seed, and I really wasn't happy with that, and I, you know, because me, growing up, all the years I've watched the NCAA tournament, to me, the games start on Thursdays. The real NCAA tournament games start on Thursdays. But when Pitt got selected, I didn't, I, I didn't make any comments because I just didn't really want. I felt if I did, I would be pissing on what they accomplished. I just hate playing games. But I will say, when Pitt played their playing game that day, it did give me some perspective. Because that's the night the night they played the NIT games were playing the same night as well. So I probably more likely if I if Pitt was in the NIT, I'd be watching them wishing they could have been in that playing game instead. And in a lot of ways I'm you know, I I don't have any you know, I don't really I'm actually kind of glad that, you know, I guess you can say I'm, I'm, I'm happy now that they got the playing game now. I'm just happy they got something. And they gave us another memory or two before the season concluded. You know, they won the play-in. It was a close game. Pitt, Pitt for some reason, had a hard time playing with the lead, and they kept shooting threes when they didn't need to towards the end. And, of course, the best basket... I mean, the guy was wide open, but it was nice to have some luck on our side for once. Then they played Iowa State and beat the crap out of them. Xavier, unfortunately, Pitt had their match, and you know, you know, Sean Miller was gonna was gonna wreck Pitt. That was quite obvious. But uh, you know, this team had a hell of a year. And like I said, in one of my tweets, they really didn't—they didn't have to prove their worth to anybody. Because there was people like, especially like the you know the local media, there were some West Virginia alums, you know, local media saying, "Well, it's a shame that Pitt has to play, you know, to earn their uh, way in the tournament." Meanwhile, West Virginia was a nine, was a nine seed, and they lost to you know a, a shitty you know really shitty Maryland team. But, you know, West Virginia does have that 7-11 conference record to, to fall back on, you know, and to celebrate because, you know, you know, that's the, that's the big thing, right? The conference record. That's a huge thing because, you know, the Big 12 was such a, was such a, was such a tough, tough league and a tough, you know, it's tough for the NBA and, you know, that's seven wins. I mean, that's, that's the equivalent of uh, maybe going undefeated in the ACC. But let's be honest, the ACC for the most part was hot garbage this year, and it's pretty much shown in the tournament as well. I mean, Virginia, 
I thought that, I thought Virginia looked good early in the year, and they just oof. Same with Duke. I mean, I thought I had Duke going deep in the tournament because I thought they were going to ride the wave of the ACC, you know, title and you know, tournament title. And no, not that either. But as we look at um, at some of tonight's games. FAU and Tennessee. Tennessee should win that one. I think it's going to be Tennessee and Michigan State in the Elite Eight. I think MSU goes to the Final Four. Gonzaga and UCLA is going to be a tough one, but I think UCLA pulls that one off. I think it's going to be a UCLA-UConn Elite Eight. Probably UConn wins. You know. Probably Xavier and Texas. I think Texas wins that one. Texas got some really good athletes. I just, you know. You know, but uh, whoever wins that game, I think Xavier Texas probably goes to the Final Four because I'm not. I, I, Houston just doesn't seem like they have enough to, to show me. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure about Miami either. That's in that's that's Midwest. So I have the East. I have you know. I have East. I have Michigan State going. The West, UConn. Uh, Midwest, I'm going to go with Texas. And then the South bracket, probably see Alabama, San Diego. I was supposed to do tonight's games, but here I am doing all of them now. It's probably Bama and, Bama, probably Bama and Princeton, I'm thinking. Bama probably wins that one. Bama's in the Final Four. So Bama, Michigan State, UConn, and eh, Texas. So there you go. Now, a lot of other stuff has happened in terms of basketball. I mean, uh, Michael Shrewsbury goes to Notre Dame. He leaves Penn State. And I um, I thought he was going to stay at Penn State. But he is an Indiana native, and I guess he just wants to go home and I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure where Penn State goes from there. Um, maybe maybe Pat Chambers, you know, you can call him back. I mean, he's doing pretty, I mean, I don't know. He might not, I mean, but then again, he might not want to leave Florida. I mean, would you want to leave, let's see, where's Florida Gulf Coast located? Florida, let's look him up. Where are they located? You know, at the times when I when I really need Google to uh, pull up the address when I search it, never does. Let's see, Fort Myers, Florida. I don't know that I th- I would have a hard time. Oh, let's see, where's Fort? Let's see here. Oh yeah, it's definitely at the Gulf at the in the Gulf Coast. I don't know. I think I I think from Pat Chambers, I'd have, I'd have a hard time living. You know. You know, Florida for state college, if that was the case, but probably not. Now, some more players I think have left uh, the Pitt women's program as well. Avery, you know, Avery Strickland just left. She was a freshman, I think. I, don't, I have no idea at this point what you do with, with the Pitt women's program. I part 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 of me thinks you have to bring, you have to bring somebody that's a little older, more seasoned. And maybe it's her last stop before they retire. 
that's what I'm thinking. And maybe they maybe they can build the program when they and give it to somebody else when they when they're ready. That's the only thing I can think of at this point, as far as that goes. And that's pretty much what I what I would think. But going back to Penn State, I mean, people do show up there for those hockey games, and if they can invest something in that basketball program, I would think they could probably pack that, that you know the Bryce Jordan Center. I don't know. But anyways, um, what else we got going on? We talked uh, rodeo, new kids on block. We talked pit, pit basketball. And it's going to be tournament, some coaching changes. Pitt's been pretty active in the transfer portal, it seems. Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention some of the games that, that happened. Well, let's not forget the TCU bowed out in the second round. Um, Jamie Dixon lost one of his players, Eddie Lampkin, to the transfer portal. He left before the, the Big 12 tournament. There were some accusations towards Jamie Dixon, and it turns out they were, they were not true. But from what I gathered from reading some some of the articles, uh, Eddie Lampkin had a really good NCAA tournament game last year against Arizona, where he had 20 points and 14 boards. He got over six figures of uh, NIL deals, and he never really lived up to his potential from that game. He never really built off of that. Then he had injuries, and Jamie ended up cutting his minutes, and he got pissed off and left. Because here's the thing, if you're not playing up to your potential or practicing, Jamie's not going to play you. If he does, you're not going to play a lot. That's just how Jamie is. Doesn't matter how much money you're getting paid or whatever. He doesn't, you know, that's just, you know, he's not going to pander to egos. And ultimately, it sucks because they could have probably used him in that game against Gonzaga. Because... They were winning, and I thought that Gonzaga was done, and Gonzaga pulled you know something out of their behind. But I, you know, yeah. But that's really you know, there's a whole bunch of other games that happened. I mean, Purdue got knocked out. But I don't know. But uh, I'm just going all over the place, so. I'll close out here and talk about what happened the other week. Uh, my uncle passed away. Um, I um, there's one thing that sucks about when you move thousands of miles away from your hometown is you really don't get to see your relatives as much. Because I think in, in you know in this month I've lost my aunt and my uncle. My aunt had cancer. Um, it turns out it was a very it was she was diagnosed in I think I think around mid February, but it was such a fast spreading cancer and aggressive that she was gone in, in in weeks. And then my uncle passed away unexpectedly. He actually, my my dad, my cousin, and his sons, and my uncle, you know, which is you know my uncle, his my, my uncle. 
his son, which is my cousin, his sons, you know, which is my uncle, uncle's grandsons, and my dad, they all had a group group text together, which I'm not a part of for whatever reason. I guess I'm just not, you know, whatever. <laughs> but um, I found out Wednesday. You know, I, I watched the pit. I watched the pit game, and I got call, I got that call that morning. He passed away. He was eighty. He was going to be eighty this year. My aunt was going to be sixty this year. But I found, you know, and um, I learned later that week that um, I think I think a confirmation later that week that he did watch the pit game, and he even said he he even sent a hell of a pit text, you know, to my um to my dad and you know his son and grandsons, say hey hey pit one H to P. Yeah, he did watch the pit game, and, and of course, he died the next morning. But he was a diehard pit fan. I mean, one of the reasons why probably him, him, my dad, are reasons why I grew up a pit fan. Because I think when I was when I was in, thir- was in the third grade, I wanted a pit, I wanted I wanted a Penn State jacket because they looked nice. And my dad's like, "No, you want a pit jacket?" I'm like, "No, I want Penn State." And I remember he was telling my uncle about you know he's like you know he. You should see, he wanted a Penn State jacket. My uncle's like, you're not wearing that shit. You need a pit jacket. And sure enough, later that year, I got a pit jacket because that was the that, that was 88, I believe. That was 88 going in 89, I remember. And that was the, that was the John Hancock um, bowl season. What year was that? No, that was 89. Yeah, 89. That was a John Hancock Bowl season, and I was and Pitt played. You know, Pitt was really good that year, minus minus a few games, and I was a Pitt fan since. Of course, you know I was hooked then. Then the Paul Hackett era and the Majors era came, happened, and but you know by the time I was in college, Walt Harris was there, and things were a little better. <laughs> it just my um my, my my you know for most of my um you know preteen and teenage years Pitt just wasn't anything. I think I'm, I was a senior when in high school when Pitt was getting walloped by you know higher State seventy two nothing and all that. But anyways, rest in peace, Uncle. Hell to pick, guys. <laughs>